0: invest in the training invest in the coaching because it's worth it i mean when joe and i talked about it if we should spend you know the money to do it i'm like well think of it this way i spend how many hundreds of dollars in my training every year i constantly am doing training so why wouldn't we do training for things that we want to get done and we want to accomplish so it does take work you have to do it but it does help to have that training and have that community and that support as well
1: Hey, Business Building Warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is another episode with some guests who are succeeding building a beautiful business with their family using the proven AmazonCourse.com curriculum that you've heard on dozens of recent episodes of this show. So many episodes. We're right around 500 now. That's just amazing. And it speaks very highly of the team, the leadership team, That supports the large community of Amazon sellers around here every single day. The incredible coaches and content creators and administrators. What a blessing it is for me to be able to sit behind this microphone and kind of be the face. But I've got a front row seat to all these incredible, hardworking, great families and leaders in this community. Today's another great example. So check this out. We're going to meet Joe and Stacy Kelsey here in just a moment. Stacy, as we were recording this, was just a few days away from retiring from a fifteen-plus year career in law enforcement. She's actually in hostage negotiation on the SWAT team. How cool is that? But she's stepping away. She had some incredible stories that we kind of shared offline. Uh, we wanted to kind of stay business focused today. We talked a little bit about her career, but offline, just some of the stories and and some of the heart-wrenching scenarios that she's been a part of. But she's stepping into this season where she said in her own words, "It's time for me to step home to be with my family." to build this incredible business that, that God has blessed them with. They've hit $100,000 a month several times. They're hoping to hit about a million dollars in 2022 between all their e-commerce efforts at a really nice profit margin as they'll share you know well over 20% net profit margins. They sell the replen's model, which you hear us talk about all the time around here. 95% of our success stories involve Amazon replen's. If you don't know what that is, we'll talk about it a little bit more today. But basically, that's the proven Amazon course starting point. That's where we start you out. You can build an incredible business there. But they're doing some wholesale. They're doing some retail. They're even scanning some barcodes, hitting the local stores, finding clothes and shoes. They've got quite a system developed. They're in the process also of launching a prep center as well. If you're not familiar with prepcenternetwork.com, that's our free website that we run as a service to our listeners where we track all the known prep centers. We're adding their prep center in very soon because they're launching their own prep service where if, you don't, if you're not aware, if you've heard some of the people on this show that live outside the United States, for example, they need a prep partner. It's a necessity for them. They can't prep their inventory in their garage because they're buying products in the United States and selling them on Amazon.com US. They need someone to manage their inventory for them while they live outside the U.S. Numerous stories like that. Well, a prep center is who does that quite often for those who live outside the U.S. or who don't want their garage or basement full of inventory. So as Joe and Stacy have dialed in their processes, that's one of the things they're doing. We talk a good amount today about having a virtual assistant help you with your business. That's something that they've been working on as well. They speak very highly of our coaching program. It was fun for me to hear how uh, the glowing terms that they use to discuss our coaching program that's coming up on being 19 years old. We've got 60 coaches on our team. We've coached thousands and thousands of students, depending on how you count them, somewhere between seven and 10,000. There's some details in there that I won't go into right now, but thousands of students have been through our coaching program. And I'm just really excited to get to work with great couples like this who are emerging leaders in our community. And the last thing I'll share with you is before I introduce them to you and get them on the line is the fact that they will both be, Joe and Stacy will be with us. Lord willing, they said, they're going to be with us in Louisville, Kentucky, August 12th through 14th, 2022 at The Proven Conference. The website for that is theprovenconference.com. If you can't be there live, Get the live stream tickets, which includes the full recordings of all the sessions. We're going to have more sessions this year than we've ever had before, up to five or six sessions at any given time on the schedule because we've got all the breakout rooms and different topics and panels. You want this content. It's the most cutting-edge strategies for succeeding in e-commerce and on Amazon. It's the best event if it's kind on the calendar in 2022. You got to be a part of this. It's all the creative, successful students that you've heard from our community sharing what they're doing, how it's working. And if you can be with us there in Louisville, you have plenty of one-on-one time to sit down and have conversations with these great folks. It's pretty amazing how this community has turned into something so special. So with that introduction, I want to introduce you to a couple of my new favorite parents. And these guys are just great. Wait till you hear the names of their kids. They're homeschooling. They're having a great time building an incredible business, bringing mom home from being on the police force. I uh, can't wait to introduce you to Joe and Stacy Kelsey. Let's get them on the line. So Joe and Stacy, welcome to the show.
2: Hi. Thanks, Jim. Good to be here.
1: I'm really looking forward to getting to know you guys a little bit. We decided, Joe, you're going to start. So kick it off, man. Tell us about your business and yourselves.
2: All right. I started back in 2011. Uh, eBay, just selling odds and ends here and there, looking for stuff around the house to sell. And I did that for a while. And then my brother got into e commerce. We're selling a brand, CBD brand, and he was very successful in that. And I'm like, oh man, this e commerce thing, there's something to it. You know, if my little brother can do it, surely I can figure something out, right? So from there, I started getting into those courses that we all complain about now. the uh, And I got into drop shipping specifically. And mm-hmm. something where I advertise on Facebook, somebody buys something and they wait a month to get it. <laughs> I wasn't liking it. And
1: <laughs> how long ago uh, is this?
2: Uh, this is probably in 2015, 2016. So oh, it was there. that
1: far back. Okay. Cause some people are still trying to do that. And Facebook's really cracking down on that one.
2: Yeah. 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 It was where I started kind of, so yeah, we did, I did that for a while. It was just part time, really minimal effort. And, um, then in uh, I think twenty eighteen I think is when my brother said, "Okay, let's do something together." I'm interested in starting a supplement. You know, I, you're, you're going to take the reins on this, and I'm like, "Okay." And then we did a private label in supplements, <laughs> and I had the bright idea of going to Amazon selling supplements private label first thing. So it was. I learned a lot, but um, it was. Not for me. <laughs> it was very expensive, very high PPC, $4, 5 $6 for the keywords I wanted, you know, all this stuff. And uh, yeah, so while I was doing the private label stuff, I was still researching, finding other ways to try to make money, right? So I had gotten involved with some more uh, drop shipping Facebook groups. And then that's when I actually saw somebody mention SSM. And that is when I was like, okay, well, what is this? People are talking good about it. So I'm going to go check it out. And I ended up buying the pack, did a lot of, I watched so many videos, it was crazy. You know, I tried to (laughs) implement a lot of the stuff very quickly and I uh, went to stores and found clearance after Christmas, bought tons of toys, got home, tried to send them to Amazon. I'm gated and everything. (laughs)
1: That's awful. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> so then I tried to look my eBay while I continued the process of trying to figure out how to do on gating. So then i looking more into silent sales in the pack, right? And maybe there was some tips. And soon after that, I talked with my wife about getting into coaching because I saw that was something you offered. And uh, we ended up pulling the trigger on that. And our teacher, since in that, during that time, um, I was still doing my private label, I wasn't willing to give it up yet. And I was doing my, the side hustle right here with uh, the clearance and stuff like that. Sure. So I'm like, okay, well, when I signed up for coaching, I asked them, okay, well, since you guys offered private label coaching and coaching for like replens and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, can I split my sessions up? Gotcha. So that's what I asked for. I asked to split them up. So half of our sessions were with Larry and Sue and half half of them were with Abe mm-hmm. So and this is all during when COVID started, when we signed up for coaching, right? Gotcha. So when it got to be like February, we really put the brakes on the coaching and like doing Amazon because we didn't know what it was at that time. You know, I mean, we we're freaking out. And we had had a, a, a son of ours, like had really, he had been in the ICU for a number of days when he was little due to breathing issues. Well, nobody knew what it was then. So we were kind of like, great. <laughs> we're just going to, hunker down for a bit and see what happens, you know?
1: Right. Okay. So you shut everything off.
2: Yeah, pretty much. We did. And it slowed way down. So we actually have some coaching sessions remaining. (laughs) So I keep, I keep waiting to pull the trigger. on those. But, um, so yeah, I mean, ever since then, we've just kind of been chugging along now, just working hard. Like I really like Oscar and his work hard mentality. I think that's kind of what we're doing right now. Or what we've been doing for the last couple of years here is just working hard, reinvesting everything, reinvesting everything, and um, we've actually gotten to the point where my wife is able to leave her job on August second oh. is her last day.
1: Congrats! As we're recording this, that's just a you know a couple short weeks away, and you're and you're done. Talk to us about that a little bit, Stacey. And there's other elements of your story I definitely want to jump into, guys, but. How's that feel, Stacey, Closing in on this. What? Tell us about your job. And
0: yeah, I'm. A, I'm a captain of the police department, and I work second shift. So I've been there. Um, I've been a cop for 15 years, and I love my job. I love the community. It's a great job. But so it's sad to leave. <laughs> I had a good shift, and uh, but it'll be nice to be home. It's definitely been a challenge to be a, a cop. I also instruct. I teach at a, a college. I teach officers and. Uh, so I got a full-time job, part-time job, homeschool the kids, <laughs> and, and wow. try to help Joe. <laughs> well,
1: the, I now I'm remembering I'd forgotten that that's who you guys were. I get a lot of bios and, and different faces come across my desk in preparation for podcast episodes. That's pretty impressive. You've been a police officer for. I hesitate to call you a cop. I always found that as a demeaning term, but I guess oh, if a cop no, calls himself a cop, it's a it cool right. <laughs> so you've been an up. Op- How long did you do that?
0: 15 years I've
1: been an officer. 15 years. Wow. Thank you for your service. I'm sure we could just dive into stories. You've seen some crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have very good negotiating skills. (laughs) Oh,
1: I'd imagine. What book was I reading? It was um, Never Split the Difference was the title of the book. I don't remember the author's name, but it's easy to find. Have you ever heard of that book by any chance? I have not. You might really enjoy it with a, with a background in um, you know, law enforcement. This gentleman was talking about the skills that the business skills that he'd acquired being a hostage negotiator, which I don't imagine you did a lot of that. But I mean, still, you're in some intense, try to read the person type of situation. You can read a person really fast, <laughs> just yeah. out of necessity and self-preservation, if nothing else, right? So, yeah. but he's been in those intense situations, and then transferring that set of skills over into business. It was was a really great interview with that guy and Jordan Peterson, actually. You should look it up. The author of Never Split the Difference and Jordan Peterson. I think it was one of the first Jordan Peterson episodes I'd ever heard because I like his podcast. It's really good. You should should check that book out. Let me know what you think. Because you do have a set of skills that are going to serve you very well. Not as some kind of intense, get everything you want and make sure the other person loses. I mean, that's not business. It's always, let's find a win-win here. Let's stay as creative as we can as you're getting into these new opportunities, new partnerships and relationships, finding creative ways that you both come out winning big. That was kind of the point of the book.
0: Yeah. You never
1: split the difference, but we're both unhappy. Let's find something where we're both happy. That's always out there if we work at it.
0: Yeah. No, it sounds like a good book. I'll check it out. I actually got to do... uh, I was a negotiator on our SWAT team for seven years. Really? Yeah. Wow.
1: (laughs) So that was even better... Insight book suggestion than I even imagined. You so you coffee. have yeah. been in those situations.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so a good read. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, I would love to hear what you think of it. I listened to it on Audible. I don't know if I finished. I got like eighty percent of the way through it, maybe, but it's good. I mean, you, you, you may even recognize the guy, the author. You're like, oh yeah, he's the guy that wrote the book. <laughs> you, you may recognize him because he was, if if memory serves, he was the lead SWAT hostage negotiator. At one point in time, for yeah. for the U.S., for, you know the, the high like the um, high profile hostage situations with like you know politicians' kids or foreign money involved kind of situations. He was like the lead guy. Had some great stories. Yeah, and you're stepping away from it. Here I'm asking you to go read a book about it. But those skills. <laughs> Seriously, Joe. I mean, your wife is positioned in an amazing way based on what the dots I connected. Because this guy had actually gone to, uh, I think it was Harvard or one of these big, you know, law schools, and he, he got himself into nego- business negotiation class. And he was just smoking all the kids, <laughs> just mm-hmm. ate them for lunch with the skills and the abilities that he had in these like head-to-head competitions as a negotiator and for business deals. You know, I keep I,
2: encouraging her. You know, go make those relationships. That's what she does. You know, yeah. and she's great at it.
1: You know. Yeah. And those those skills will translate for sure. That was a bit of a divergence, but I'm glad we got went there. And seriously, thank you for what you did. Those 15 years you served, and I don't know what you earned, but you were underpaid. Every officer I've ever known is underpaid. So, <laughs> thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a blessing, and and uh, thankfully I got you know promoted. I like that. You know, as a young officer too, and had the opportunity to serve my officers in that capacity as well. So it's just even that that's a whole business business relationships and you know working with the community and the officials of the village i mean that's not a cop thing necessarily it's a relationship and it's a business you know skills too so yeah
1: wow. yeah wow.
2: some of the uh pfc they they say that she's the chief They're, actually
0: don't know uh, police and fire commission
1: <laughs> <laughs> they call you chief is that your nickname yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah,
2: there's people that call me chief. I'm like, ah, I'm just the captain, but that's just because okay. <laughs> she builds those relationships. The community knows her more than anyone else on the police department,
1: so. Wow. Well, it sounds like a potentially a big loss yeah. in that arena for your community, but you're going to build something significant and you already have. I mean, I've seen some of your numbers. You guys are doing amazing things. Yeah, we could we can swing it back in that direction, although I'd be fascinated to spend more time on that. I'm dying to say, so tell me about some of those intense situations, but we won't do that to you. You've had to do it. Enough to enjoy your last two weeks and put that away for a while, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, God bless you for your work. But, yeah, so let's get back into the story. Sorry to, to, to uh, divert us off topic here, but you know, where were we? Balls in your court. I guess if we want to get into numbers and stuff, that's fine. Um, before
0: we do that, I want to give a background on on like our life, I guess, before we got into Amazon and what he no. was doing, because we were both awesome. work when we got married. And he lost his job from an injury on, on his, at his job. Mm-hmm. So like, we literally went from two incomes down to one in a matter of, a, like, overnight. Yeah. So thankfully, like, I had a steady job, a good job. But he decided to go back to school. And so he was... In the meantime, we're, we had four kids because <laughs> we already had one. And then it's from that, we had four more kids. And so he was home with the kids and he's trying to start these businesses and do, you know, do all these other and go to school. So he was doing all those other things as well as, you know, having me gone overnight because I was on third shift for most of that time. So, um, so that, was kind of, that was kind of the background because what happened then, we didn't want to be dependent on anybody for our income except for us. And so it kind of was just a light bulb for us to start other streams of income. And not uh, just depend on one thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what got you looking into the e-commerce and, and you dipped your toe into some interesting waters. I want to hear the the private label vitamin story. I'm dying to hear how that all worked out. I'm thinking it wasn't a stellar success, <laughs> but because rarely is it, that is a brutal dog eat dog arena. And uh, typically around here, when we sit, when people want to talk about private label, our first question is: Are you selling thirty thousand dollars or more a month already on Amazon? If not, Change the subject. You are spinning your wheels. You're gonna, you know, odds are heartbroken. But we'll dive into that too. So don't let me forget. But yeah, I appreciate that background. And and I can so relate. And I think a lot of listeners are going to relate to that, kind of like, where are we right now? Things just changed in a big way. We got kids, or we just lost a big income stream here with the with the work and life handed us a curveball here. So kudos to you guys on this, what about two-year journey?
2: Nah, it's I mean,
1: that was point. For like three and a half, yeah. almost three and, and a half. Yeah. But I mean, to go from that point of like, things could take a really scary turn here right now, you know, mm-hmm. to you guys have built an incredible business together and mom's coming home now and stepping into a safer schedule. You know, <laughs> it's still dangerous being in a warehouse, but not as dangerous as out there on a SWAT team negotiating. So yeah. you're in a, you're in a position where you can breathe a little bit. I've got to imagine, and, and that your family starting this new chapter is so exciting. I'm excited for you guys. I can't wait to hear where you're at a year from now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Our kids are learning a lot. I wish I would have learned some of the stuff they're learning. You know I mean it's it's crazy. They're great helpers.
1: Yeah, they're involved in the business. What are the age of the the kids?
0: <laughs> Sorry. Good mom
1: question, huh?
0: Yeah, right? Titus is 12. Atalia is 10. Hadessa is 8. Hezekiah is 6. And Obadiah is 4.
1: Hezekiah and an Obadiah. I love it. (laughs) That's great. Obi and Hez is what we call them. Hobie. Hobie. Like Obi-Wan. Oh, Obi. Oh, he's got to think that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Beautiful names. That, what, and, and they're all kind of seeing the business happen around them. Is that what you mean by the lessons, Joe?
2: Yep. And, uh, they learn how to do hard work, you know, whether it's being stickering something, carrying stuff in for me, you know, even my oldest is creating listings for me, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's nice having it, there? The they
0: bake stuff. They enter stuff in the inventory yeah. lab. <laughs> they
2: operate my shrink wrap machine, you know, all that kind of thing. So
1: That's awesome. I love it. You know, hard work is underrated now. And I mean, you, you've seen it, Stacey, the, the dysfunctional families. I mean, that's probably 90% of what you end up dealing with, right, out there as an officer. So, you know, just to have that stability, to have that solid family identity like, this is what we do, this is who we are, this is what we stand for. And the chance to pour into their moral warehouse all these great lessons, business. Wow. It's the next best thing to being on a farm. It's not quite that hard of work, but a lot of those same lessons translate over into having your own home business. Uh, so well done, guys. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. So where do we want to go from here? The, again, the ball's in your court. I feel like if I... I don't know if I have the right questions to ask to get all the interesting tidbits out of you two. I'm, okay, <laughs> I, I anywhere can- you go, I'm going to be interested.
2: I guess I'll go into kind of how our model has kind of evolved in a way, our Amazon model. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, we, we do the replens, you know, we were probably about 30% replens and 30% wholesale. And we started taking on kind of what Abe McMahon talks about with his business of splitting things 50-50. So we did that for a while where we split all the profit with the person that was helping us with the business 50-50. And we did that for what? I don't know, half six months yeah. or something like that. And uh, so basically how we do it then is we kind of we teach them how to use the app to scan stuff. And then from what they find, then they can go home and bring their findings home and like look on Amazon for replens and bundles and stuff like this. So we give them a brief rundown of Keepa. We give them access to Keepa. And then we would just give them basic training. And then we, in fact, the one that first did it with us, I got him involved in one of the courses that was happening through um, Legends, 30 days of replens or something like that. So she got involved in that and was doing that and trying to trying to tag along and learn as she went and we did that for about six months in the end it just turned out not not working the way we thought and the way that she would have thought and it it just we kind of parted from that but we still liked the idea so we decided to kind of like revamp it in a way so what we did is this is an important thing for other Amazon sellers to know, especially if you're just starting out is to let people know what you're doing because There's people interested that you have no idea about. So that's basically what we started doing. Like our close friends and stuff like this family, we started telling them, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, we could show you a little bit. And then when you're in the store, whether it be starting in the clearance aisle that just, it's more eyes out there, just scan some stuff, you know? And if you have any questions, text us, call us or whatever, and we'll kind of show you the ropes. So we give them a a basic understanding of, we use Scoutify and we, we do quick math mostly right with just the scanning of the UPCs and then we show them keep a little bit so we also give them just a basic understanding and always open for questions but we decided to do it to switch the model where it would be their capital so we encourage them set a limit you know set 200 bucks whatever you want it, you're comfortable doing set a limit go out scan some stuff see if there's any potential profit and if it, if there is if you think something's good buy it using your capital and then we'll sell it on our account because our account is an is older account so we can sell a lot of the brands most of the people starting out can't. Right. So, and that's, that's how we did it and it would be their capital and then when the profit happened or the profit came, we split the, the profit, 70% of the profit went to them and 30% of the profit went to us. So that's how we set it up
1: and it was... You have some people doing that now. How many?
2: Yeah. Uh Three.
1: Are they related in any way? Or are these just three different individuals?
2: Uh, yep. Individual? yep. We are two, of, two of them are relation, right? <laughs> yeah. We have two, two relation and one that's a friend doing it.
1: That's really cool. So this, just fill in some gaps. I don't want to lose anybody if they're new around here. You mentioned Abe McMahon, and he's the guy who... He's a coach on our team. He's going to be speaking at our August conference. He's got a beautiful business model. Where he's got people all over the country doing kind of what you just described. He teaches them the basic skills. They don't need their own Amazon account. They certainly could if they wanted to, but they find it beneficial to be part of a team where they're all kind of cooperatively building the same Amazon account and they're getting, you know, the they eat with the kill kind of thing, right? Like, hey, go out, hunt anytime you want. You find some stuff, sell it on our account as long as it meets the standards of what we're doing around here. Uh, mm-hmm. And like you said, you've got it in it. it more advanced Amazon seller account, a little more experience there. So you're ungated and everything in different brands. So they can fish in the bigger ponds and bring home some great stuff to sell. And they get, you said, 70% of the net and you guys get 30 after all expenses, I'm assuming the packaging, prepping and all of that. You get after the expenses are all covered and split, then you guys share the revenue very generously, it sounds like. It's a beautiful yep. model. And for those who are kind of listening to this thing, thinking, hmm, maybe I should try that. How would you suggest someone get started doing that? Like, you know, most of my shoppers, for example, on my team, we are in the same area. I don't have anyone out of state right now. Are any of yours out of state or are they kind of in the area for you?
2: Yeah, my, my mom is out of state and she's done it for us.
1: So. Okay. Yep. Okay. So just is what would you what would we suggest? What's the first, what's the most important part of figuring this out just if somebody wanted to kind people- of build their business this way?
2: Yeah, well, first of all, letting people know what you do and asking them, hey, is this something you want to learn about? That's how we basically started. So we have our own like location, not like a shop. It's an old uh, like cafe. So we have them come here with our craziness, and uh, we just kind of show them what we do, like in a nutshell. And we show them, yeah, it's it's pretty simple, especially when you don't have to deal with any of the back-end stuff that Amazon throws at you sometimes, you know? And Mm
1: -hmm. if you
2: think of it, we tell them when you're out there, you know, just scan some stuff. Uh, do quick math in your head saying, okay, well, it cost me 10 bucks, but here it's saying I can profit 15. So that's a five, $5 increase. Right. So we just basically show them the basics of the, the, the app that we use and we say, if they're interested, great. If not, that's fine too. You know,
0: we, yeah. we encourage yeah. them to ask a lot of questions and the people who have asked questions and have a little bit more of a self, desire to want to learn and do something, they, they're they the ones who do much better.
1: And how's it going? Like, give me some ballpark numbers on and how long have, have you been doing it again? Because you you did it for a while, turned it off, mm-hmm. revamped and turned it back on. How long ago was that? And how's it going?
0: Well, I mean, uh, the first person weird. we had was last year, like April till August, their September time. And again, That didn't work out so much because it was just, it wasn't like, um, we would teach things and it wasn't really reciprocated. So it wouldn't, so things weren't working out quite how we both thought it was going to work out because what we were teaching wasn't really sinking in. So, so that kind of, we're just like, yeah, this isn't working for us. Or maybe it was just a person, but we'll just, let's figure something else out. So, uh, we started doing it in March. Yeah, I think March with them and uh, And a lot of it, too, why we decided the seventy thirty was we've been so blessed with Amazon and how God's blessed us with our business that we wanted to be a blessing to other people and find ways to find the alter you know other income. So we wanted them to be able to have more of that capital to put back into the business,
1: yeah, and and that certainly was Abe's heart as well, because it kind of is a, a a bit of a work of love at first. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to pour a lot of energy into training them and. Hoping that eventually they get good enough to where you're both making some money, but it is—it's kind of like hiring a new employee. You're taking a bit of a risk, and you got to pour some time, effort, and energy into it. And it may or may not work out. That is it working well now? Because you said it would about five, six months ago is when you started ramping back into this. You got three people doing it now. Like, how is it going? Just overall, in general.
2: Well, we definitely have one that does more than the others. Mm-hmm. You know, they—they they really caught on quick, and um, they really love the model. And now they're they're kind of leaning more towards their own thing, which is which is fine, you know. Especially after finding the Silent Gym podcast,
1: (laughs) so so, tried to keep it secret as long as you could. But now the secret's (laughs) out.
2: (laughs) No, it's it's really this this has been a blessing for us. So we're we're definitely quick to share about your podcast, you know. Appreciate (laughs) that. Done all that just because we want to be able to help people out like that too, you know, and help them along the way, you know. But yeah. it's going. It was going great, you know? I mean, yeah. it just slowed down a little bit lately because I, get, I don't know if it's because of summer, people just don't want to go out and source much or they just they just don't, you know? And nothing you can do about it, but we keep telling people what we do and it has made us a, a considerable amount of money. So at the same that's, time, and it's made them money.
1: Yeah, that's, it's a fantastic arrangement. And we'll get into more of your numbers here soon, But but what else can we fill in on your story? Any other lessons slash stories, people that have kind of come through the business. I'm I'm loving where you guys are going. I just I just want to take this open ended. You guys can, you know, it's your show. Tell me more.
0: (laughs) I always enjoy like listening to some of the other people on this podcast because they um I'm like, oh that's totally us too where Amazon was in our took over our basement.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Is that where you guys are now?
2: In our living room.
0: And like, I would come home from a shift and I would work with Joe to like two in the morning, like doing yeah. Amazon stuff. And then i you know, and we would do that for so, you know, how long. And there's just, it's funny to laugh about how our system was and how we would enter stuff in or pack stuff. And we look back and we're like, I can't believe how slow it was or how long. It's just, it's hilarious to look back at. And so Amazon took over our basement completely. And then it took over our garage because uh because amazon <laughs> and uh and then this last year probably maybe last q4 too it took over our dining room living room where like we'd have boxes <laughs> like our kids would wake up to like you know 15 boxes in our kitchen <laughs> that's
1: just their normal they use them as like chairs for their breakfast cereal right they just sit down yeah, they're like
0: trying to get to the fridge to get milk and they're, like, just don't say anything.
1: yeah yeah i i know that scene well for sure. <laughs> and just for the for the newer list, that that isn't necessarily where you have to stay. But no. as you're growing, you can start to see, you know, and, and all those boxes represent profit, money, opportunity, right? That's why you allow these things to happen. because hey, this is working. We're this is this is fun. We're building something together. But eventually you do kind of want to have that, have your house back at some point, I'd imagine, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of like, I need my dining room kitchen, like they need the upstairs just like. It can't be Amazon. So, so then last year we got we rented a shop and moved. We sold the basement full of stuff, but at least like nothing else in our garage was like all moved to the shop. And then that lasted a year and then the different shop, the one that we're in now, opportunity came up. And so we were able to like basically move everything out of our almost everything out of our basement. So it'd be nice to have our basement back, but we're working there. So I'm happy. I'm happy.
1: Heading in that direction. So you guys, it sounds like are doing. Uh, you mentioned you're doing some wholesale. I want to hear a little bit about that. But you said about thirty percent replant. Is that the current model? You guys are about there still?
2: Yeah, we're we're going that way. But we also have gone a lot into shoes and clothing apparel. I mean, it it, it was better margins, you know, basically. And yeah, we're doing pretty well in it. And
1: talk me through that because most people I know who are doing shoes and clothes retail, No, not online, but retail. It's scanning barcodes and just finding stuff, right? Sure. Um, now, if you go online, it's more of a replant hunt mm-hmm. type strategy, and that's where some of the some of the fully automated sellers in our community, the people who are running, you know, working a few hours a day with a hundred thousand dollars a month types, and they don't have any inventory in their home, they've kind of dialed in that online arbitrage model mm-hmm. of shopping online, having it shipped to a prep center. And uh, I know you guys are talking about starting a prep center, right? So we'll, we'll hit that topic too. Uh, Because you're kind of dialing in your processes here, you're getting a lot better at packing those boxes, and you've you've got free labor too. All you gotta do is fill them, feed them some Fruit Loops and hot dogs, and they work all day, right? So
2: yeah, exactly. And sometimes we just die laughing at how we used to do things in our basement. We would take turns packing boxes, you know, because we didn't know you could scan stuff in. So we're like yelling out the last four numbers on the SKU. Find this, find this, you know. It was. It was hilarious thinking back now. I wish we would have recorded it because we've come a long way. <laughs> it would but take us hours to pack three boxes,
1: you know? Record a lot because I'll yeah. tell you those videos, of you, you will forget what your kids' voices sound like at this age. It, and we all record a lot now, but you'll be surprised, shocked, yeah. what that 15-year-old used to sound like when, when they were four or five, working on the biz. That's so great. Well, again, take the ball and go whichever way you want to go with it here. 30% replens, 30% wholesale. What and the rest of its clothing and shoes? Yep, pretty much. Maybe talk us through that. That would be an interesting topic. Like what is your routine there? Some folks might enjoy and benefit from this. Are you you hitting retail stores to do this?
2: Yes, it's mostly retail stores. I have not. I've done some OA stuff using uh, tech arbitrage. I'm involved in that new community and that Facebook group going on. And um, I don't know how they do it. It's just like, I can't find the ones that, hit like their semen to find them. But I'm trying. And mm-hmm. really because of I do so much RA, I go out shopping two or three times a week and I bring stuff back. You know, I make my little trips. In fact, my 12 year old came with me. We did a trip out to like uh, a different state and through another state and then back home, you know, hitting some stuff that I knew were was really good profit and sending stuff from the hotels, you know, into Amazon's warehouses. We did all that. But um but yeah, we're mostly RA really. You know, we, we do maybe 5 to 10% away, you know, yeah. just to replenish some of our replens. Sometimes if we can't find them in the store, then we'll search online.
1: Gotcha. But how many different stores are kind of on your circuit, locally different, uh, like names on different stores?
2: Like uh, regional stores?
1: Yeah. Like when you drive around and hit all your local stores, like how many? 5, 10, 15 different?
2: It's mostly the same stores. It's just like a, a big, a big circuit. I usually hit at least 10 stores in a day you know like the ones everyone has walmart target you know kohl's stuff like that and then we have our regional stores too we have meyer with here which is really nice you know and then we're not far away from iowa and iowa has its own like different store chains and stuff like that farm and fleet fleet farm you know stuff like that yeah yeah. so it's all RA because you really can't find the deals like you can in the store you you know the problem with it though is uh you just start to burn yourself out after a while, you know, which is why we're kind of changing gears and going more of uh starting a prep center, you know, just right. to slow down the gears a little bit, you know, and start to get away from a little bit of that uh inventory overhead, which gets to be huge and cash flow becomes an issue. And I guess also I could go into kind of something we really had to work through. You know, I guess if I would tell anyone like about Amazon is to never give up, right? Because um Q4 last year, so I mostly used to do toys, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And then compliance gate happened, right? Right. And shortly thereafter, I got over 700 items returned to me. So I'm sitting with all this capital here right before Christmas. They sent it all back, right? So I'm like, what do I do? (laughs) It was really bad. It it was hard. And um, thankfully, I was involved in a a mastermind group that I got involved in through... um, the uh, Jimmy Smith um, Zero, Eternal no, Advanced Replen Mastermind, right?
1: And yeah, Jimmy's... Yeah, we've, we're in the middle of another session of that. Advanced... Yeah, good job. It's the... We call it the ARM. We've got acronyms for everything, right? Advanced Replan mastermind.com And uh, I, I, I think it's closed right now, but we've done it a couple times. So you were in that first round, huh? First
2: round, yep. Okay. And then in that, after it was over, I mean, great training. I mean, priceless. We learned so much, especially with the standard operating procedures that we learned. Right. The, Priceless. And even more priceless was the groups that we we had at the end, the mastermind groups. And we've been going strong ever since we started. And
1: really, that's great to hear. I hadn't, oh, man. hadn't <laughs> checked in on that in a while. So you made some good friends in that Replen mastermind group. And you guys still stay in connection.
2: Yep. Every day we're talking. Every and, day. Uh, I yeah. love it. And we're always talking about different ways to make money too. You're not not only Amazon, but we've like sure we do Amazon creative so entrepreneurs. Amazon. But yeah. So, anyways, from that the group. Toys. Somebody- from that group, somebody's I told him about the my toys thing. He's like, oh, we heard about Walmart. Walmart, you can sell toys on Walmart, you know? So, bam, I went to Walmart, and now Walmart is going crazy, you know? <laughs> and we were doing, like, around Christmas time, we were doing, like, 80-plus shipments in a day, you know? It's all manually doing it, though, but what am I going to do, you know? At the same time, I'm just, I got to get rid of this stuff. Yeah. We just had to suck it up, and we were working so late. And it was a blessing in disguise, because now I'm doing Walmart every day. You know, that, that's part of the reason why um, when um, the Proven Conference comes up here, well, one of the reasons I'm trying to find somebody to do my Walmart shipment so I can come.
1: Right. So you can get away for a few days in August as the event exactly. gets close, right? Every well, day. we, we got to figure that out. We want you guys there. We need to find a <laughs> prep center that does Walmart for you guys or something. I mean, you're starting a prep center, but
2: <laughs> Gone,
1: yeah. you can't leave the kids in charge <laughs> that long for six days or so, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly,
1: exactly. They're good, but they're not quite there yet.
2: Yep. But every day, it's 10 to 20 Walmart shipments that have to be done. You know, Beautiful. So, and um, yeah, it's been a blessing to these guys.
1: Hey, quick interruption. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. But I want to make sure you know about The Proven Conference, coming up August 12th through 14th. 2022 in Louisville, Kentucky. Join hundreds of your fellow business building warriors, the same people who listen to this podcast, the successful students you've heard interviewed, the coaches on our team. There's over 60 of them. We're all going to go hundreds of us to Louisville, Kentucky, August 12th through 14th. We want you there. Come hang out. Be a part of this incredible community. We've done this several times in the past. It gets better every single time. It's unlike any other conference you've ever been to because the stage and all the breakout sessions are comprised of the great leaders and students from our own community. We don't bring in outside experts that you could go watch on YouTube anytime you want. Now we are putting on stage the people that you love to meet face-to-face. It's an event unlike any you've ever attended. It will change your life. August 12th through 14th, 2022 in Louisville, Kentucky. See theprovenconference.com for details provenconference.com. There's a link in the show notes as well. Okay, let's get back to the program. We need to find a prep center that does Walmart for you guys or something. I mean, you're starting a prep center, but...
2: <laughs> Gone, yeah.
1: You can't leave the kids in charge <laughs> that long for six days or so, I guess. Huh? <laughs>
2: exactly,
1: exactly. They're good, but they're not quite there yet.
2: Yep. But every day, it's 10 to 20 Walmart shipments that have to be done. Yeah. You know, Beautiful. So. And um, yeah, it's been a blessing in disguise.
1: So, you guys signed up for a Walmart seller account. Sounds like you got approved pretty fast and kind of saved Christmas with those toys. So, you moved through them pretty fast, huh?
2: Oh, yeah, big time, big time. And now we're doing replens on Walmart, even, you know? So, it's, we like it. You know, I, I really like Walmart. It's less, right now, at least, it's less issues than what I have with Amazon sometimes, you know?
1: Yeah, sure. It, it's a smaller market. Yep. But, less challenging in some aspects at, at times than than Amazon can be. And we've got a good number of people in our community who are doing exactly what you just described, selling them on, well, Amazon, Facebook Marketplace, Walmart, eBay, you know, why not? If you got some hard to move inventory, flip it to another, another platform and move it there. So how'd the toy thing end up? You were what was the total dollar volume sitting there that you were worried about? And do you happen to remember?
2: Yeah, I, can, I can't I my
1: Ballpark. I'm just curious. Let's see.
2: I don't Not remember December. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the end of last year, just November and December, I started like first week in November, right? So we had thirty-one thousand one hundred and eighty dollars in sales
1: and in November, know, December, November, November, and December. December. So your first two months, you did thirty grand yep. on Walmart because yep. you had that lot of toys. <laughs> Yeah. Did, exactly. Amazon said, "Hey, guess what? You can't sell these even though we told you you could a couple months ago. Now you yep. can't." <laughs>
2: Basically. <laughs> they
1: they said like
2: would go in and they automatically get sent back. I'm like, "Oh, great."
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And I even went through the process of getting some of the documents they asked for and I submitted them all and they still didn't let me have the listing
1: back. The so, safety certificates and yeah, such. Yeah. yeah. It's it was a bit of a legal mess with Amazon and toys. To the point where a lot of people are kind of avoiding toys, although there's still some great low hanging fruit there because a lot of people just got out of toys altogether. You know, it, it flipped them onto Amazon or like you guys did with Walmart or sorry, eBay or uh, like you guys did with Walmart because it did get a little crazy there for a while and it still is kind of crazy. But mm-hmm. if that's the thing, as long as you're flexible, there's always a way through, out, around, over, under any challenge that comes. If you're a part of a group where you can bounce these challenges off of, there's going to be two or three or five solutions that float every single time, but you do want to limit the ways that you get in too deep. Mm-hmm. You know, having thirty, forty thousand dollars worth of toys on just a handful of SKUs, you know, that's going pretty deep on just a few items. That's part of the beauty of the Replens model is you're never really deep on anything. You know, you're you're never taking big risks, but it sounds like you dug out of that hole pretty well and and got yourselves back to a good place fairly quickly. So well done on that. Yep. Great story.
2: So yeah, we're still selling. So, we're still like getting rid of it. I mean, we didn't. We never went more than like four or five deep, really. You know, I mean, that was 700 things that returned to us. It was probably 500 different items. You know, so
1: oh wow, okay. So it was it was a true replan. Inch deep, mile yeah, wide. No they just said hey, no all toys on anything. Nope. Wow.
2: Nope. They're
1: well, just, that's, that's really cool that Walmart bailed you out like that. And Ed, did you guys do anything on eBay as well or Facebook Marketplace?
2: Yep. We do both of them as well, just not nearly as much. Sure. Maybe, maybe 10 sales a week in eBay type of thing, you know? Yeah. And we, yeah. Uh, we tried using some of that software that um, multiple listings or yeah. multiple software site listing by right. just doing one. And it was not working out because I was overselling on things, so I had to get rid of it. So
1: yeah, you'd sell it in more than one place. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's, but the,
2: oh, the software was supposed to keep track of it for you, but exactly.
1: What were you, not- what software were you using?
2: I was using SellerChamp at the time.
1: Okay. I've heard Joe Lester's decent too. If you ever wanted to give it another shot, I think that's what Nathan, our coaching director, recommends. Okay. So you've got you've got one piece of inventory and you've got it listed on eBay, Facebook Marketplace, Walmart amazon and when it sells it pulls it off of all the other platforms yep right? in theory yep. but it can be a bit buggy I mean, if you're dealing with you know thousands of items especially you want to have that run and smooth but that's that's a little tip for people to look into I know of some people that are have figured that out for sure it is a mountain you can climb and figure out but oh sure great well where else do you guys want to go i'm I'm learning and enjoying the story what have we left out so far
2: I guess our amazon uh, business is doing just and going to the numbers a little bit. We're doing sure. about fifty thousand a month, but since we were heavy into toys and stuff, our biggest months were November, December, where we do over hundred thousand dollars each month. You know, so last year we did about seven hundred and fifty thousand, and then we did the thirty-one thousand on Walmart. You know, with uh, roughly twenty to twenty-one percent margin. I know you always get into the numbers, so
1: yeah, people always <laughs> ask if we don't say it.
2: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But uh, we usually try to get around 50% ROI. It's kind of our our minimum-ish, you know? So.
1: And, and what are we looking like for this year? We're halfway through the 2022. How's yeah, it going?
2: We're up, actually, from last year. I was just looking at it. We're up about 5% from last year. And our Walmart, obviously, is way up from last year, too. So I think right now we are at three. Let's see. I will tell you the exact number. We are at. 357,000 so far for the year on Amazon.
1: That's just Amazon. Yeah, just, that's mm-hmm. great.
2: So we're at about 70,000 on Walmart so far for the year.
1: Nice. Yeah. Very, very good. And with the difference being between Amazon and Walmart, with, with Amazon, I'm guessing you're mostly FBA. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Are you doing
1: any merchant fulfill on Amazon?
2: Yes, for larger items, but 99% FBA. But gotcha. Walmart, all shipping in
1: Walmart is all FBA all, or sorry, merchant fulfill. You're, you have to ship to the customer yourself.
2: But, um, next week, my goal is to get my first Walmart fulfilled shipment out too. So great. One yeah, of the other Ram- masterminds I'm in, in fact, where I learned Walmart from is, uh, in, within the legends group. And he's actually in another mastermind that I'm in. And he's been really helpful with sharing with me how he does Walmart and he's sent stuff into Walmart too, Walmart fulfillment. And um, it's working out for them. So I'll, next week is my goal. We'll see if I accomplish that.
1: <laughs> That's tremendous. And you've mentioned legends a couple of times. I'll put a link in the show notes for folks who want to investigate yeah. that. It's it's kind of a core group within our group of yeah. people that he's forming really... It, it's kind of like a 300, 400 person mastermind is really what it turns into. <laughs> is just a bunch of good people who are hanging out, doing life together. and, and uh Very helpful. Forming yeah. small groups, yeah, it, it's stepping out of the noise of the bigger seventy thousand person Facebook group and kind of into a smaller, more intimate group and more relational focused for sure. And you guys okay. have built some great relationships there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, what else can you share with us? I love hearing those numbers, and and it sounds like you guys are going to, you know, especially considering November December will be bigger because you're still mm-hmm. doing some toys. It sounds like so you guys are going to more than break what you did last year. You did 750 last year. What are you aiming for this year? Eight, nine?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that would be... I was aiming for a million last year, but when compliance gate happened, it kind of put the brakes on that. So we'll see how close I get. I'll probably get to a million with both combined. So while my hand...
1: Aiming for a million in in 2022. And we're, we're well on your way to making that happen with the trajectory you're on and with the fourth quarter coming at us pretty rapidly. Fantastic. Well, talk to me about this prep center idea that you guys have going on. Fill us in and and maybe we can pick up a few clients today, even as well, as this thing starts to ramp up.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, we just we don't want to kind of want to slow down a little bit. You know, the inventory cash flow thing kind of starts to think think make you slow down a little bit. So we're like, well, how can we like slow down a little bit and maybe help other people, you know, especially within our community? We have a young man that comes and helps us right now and um He's a great help, you know. And we're just looking for a way to like help others in the community, you know, give them something stable and something that's not too difficult, you know. So and we've learned a lot and we're pretty quick with prepping stuff and we have tons of equipment to prep stuff right now. So we're like, well, how can we how can we use this to help other people? You know, help other people, then we help ourselves too. So that's
1: right. Beautiful. So do you guys have a name for the prep center yet? You-
2: yes, it is going to well. It's not live yet. It's going to go live the second week in August. And it's going to be starshipprep.com.
1: Starship yep. Prep. Yep. Gotcha. And I want to know what the what the meaning of that name is here in a moment. But we'll stick that in the, the Prep Center Network. There's a free guide for the listener today who wants to go see all the prep centers that are out there. We've got quite a few of them at this point that you can choose from. And you know they're always kind of popping up. It's a great business model for experienced Amazon sellers. To step into, you, know, you can quickly overwhelm yourself with onesie, twosie clients. That'd be my advice is don't let that happen. If you get some brand new sellers who just want several hours a week of free coaching, <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do that either. You can drown yourself in those conversations. It reminds me quite a bit, actually, of when the uh, We Will Sell It For You stores popped up. Remember all those eBay We Sell It For You stores, consignment stores popped up? And notice that there aren't any of them here anymore. Do you know why that is? No. Boy. What killed that model was the conversations. Oh, yeah. people would bring in grandma's junk, and in that pile of a hundred items, there was some gold. Eighty percent of it was junk. But yeah. who wants to sit there and have an hour-long conversation and tell somebody, "Sorry, I know this was precious to you as a child, but it's worthless yeah. <laughs> as an eBay item." <laughs> you know, you just, you can't afford to sit there and have those lengthy emotional conversations with people. So if you're running a prep center, it's the same way. You need a system. Yep. You want experienced sellers. And like some of our prep centers are saying, hey, unless you've been selling for a year, we can't help you. Or unless you're selling at least $5,000 a month, we can't help you. Those kind of basic rules. Yep. So you don't yep. turn into a coaching free coaching center. <laughs> you <laughs> can't afford to do that. And for those who are kind of listening, thinking, hmm, I want a prep center. Well, you need to learn some of these basic skills. Don't rely on your prep center to teach you how to sell on Amazon. They can't afford to provide those services. They just can't. But you can go to prepcenternetwork.com. Again, a free service that we provide to this community is a list of all the prep centers we know of. If you know of some that aren't in, on there, let us know. We'll add them to the directory. But it looks like you guys are going to be adding your prep center to our list very soon. So, And what's the story on a Starship, Joe and Stacey? What's that about? <laughs> It's memorable for sure.
0: It might have been me. <laughs> Wasn't that you? I don't know. I think we were just looking for word, like phrases or words that have like, gotcha. Or oh,
1: you could meaning. just say uh, your Obi Wan Kenobi came up with it, right?
0: Oh, honestly, <laughs> like it came into my mind. I'm like, well, we do have Obi. And, uh, and so it just, we're like, oh, it's kind of catchy. So <laughs> I
1: love it. That's great. I thought maybe there's some family significance, but it is a memorable name for sure. I like it. So that'll. By the time this episode goes live, we'll be pretty close to about the time you guys are launching, and it'll be in the Prep Center Network guide. So jump in there and look for you guys. What state are you located in? We're in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. I picked up a little of that Fargo accent. Yeah. But do,
0: we have, do we have an accent?
1: a <laughs> little bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you
1: guys are, are you guys from there originally? Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Very good. And so you're Packers fans? Yep. Okay. So you know Jim Cooper on our team, right? Jim Cooper. Big cheese head. He has been with us for a very long time. He runs or did for a long time. I haven't seen as much about it lately, but he's still involved. The the largest Facebook group for Packer fans. Oh, yeah. That's
2: right. Yeah.
1: He's in our office in Utah works on the team and helps new coaching clients get assigned to their coach, that sort of thing. Yeah. He and Rena, beautiful (laughs) family. Named their kids after after uh, packer players. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh yes, yeah, that's how that's how DP is. So if you guys do end up coming to the event, you got to connect with Coop for sure. Oh, we call him Cooper because I'm like, there's only room for one Jim C in this organization. <laughs> and that's 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 me, dude. So he's <laughs> Cooper now. But uh yeah, good really good dude. Been with us for a while. You got to connect with him at some point. Well what else can you share? What else have we left off? Anything else for the, for the listeners to say? Any lessons or your questions for me? Happy to kind of kick some ideas around?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We, we've done the, uh, I guess, just the VA thing. We've done VA things before, and uh, we've had two different VAs, and we always find like the stuff the VAs find, it just always tanks, right? So, is there a way to verify if your VA is getting their information from somewhere else or if they're sharing it with somebody else? Because they're most of the time they're in the Philippines. So it's just yeah. kind of like, how is there a way to how to safeguard that? Or,
1: yeah, did you get your virtual assistance through our proven replen VA program, or did you go to a like a VA site and say, Hey, we need an Amazon research assistant? Um,
2: I was using a legend, legendary VA.
1: Gotcha. Well, I, I'm not, you know, and, and Ryan runs a great program there for sure, but they do all kind of know each other there. And as with the the Proven Replans VA, but one of the things that we do with the PRV program, we'll stick a link in the show notes, is day one, they have to agree that they're going to be working eventually for one Amazon seller. They can't take on other sellers. They can't... And if it's discovered that they are sharing the leads that they're finding or that they're kind of double dipping and trying to sell them to more than one place, that they'll be removed from the program. Mm -hmm. So they come in day one with the understanding of that's what they're being trained to do. And to my knowledge, we're the only ones that are doing that as part of our kind of check-in process with the proven replense va because ultimately there is no way to know but we're recruiting virtual assistants who have no prior knowledge okay. of amazon we're not looking for amazon experienced virtual assistants we're training them from the ground up we're looking for people of character who will agree to work for one person only and then they go through the program right so we haven't had any complaints like that i mean but any replan that you find is going to have the potential to tank quickly but one of the things that you can watch is is it a lot of the same sellers kind of jumping on everything i do oh. that's mm-hmm. one sign that it could be if you move away from some of the especially if you're moving away from some of the low hanging fruit type stores like if it's a Walmart thing and people are following you around okay wow. but if you've got your own unique source and people are still somehow kind of jumping right on top of everything that you do the same sellers can't show up and and kind of tank the thing well, you're probably showing up, your stuff showing up on a list. And you you, you may want to talk to that virtual assistant about, hey, who else is sharing this with? What's going on here? Uh, but ultimately, you rely heavily on the honesty of that virtual assistant because yeah. they could say one thing and do another if they wanted to. But kind of watching those patterns of what other sellers are showing up is, is one way to monitor that and, and diversify the sources that you're pulling from. Okay. So you're not falsely accusing anybody of anything. But the vast majority of the experiences that we're seeing from the the PRV program are great, unique replans. They come in at a steady rate. So, you know, I guess it it depends on the virtual assistant that you're working on. If you can't trust the person you're working with, you know, sometimes it's time to to move on and try something different. But now there's no real, there's not a perfect system out there.
2: So, with that, with your PRV program, um, once they're your VA, do you Mm -hmm. supply them with uh, like access to Keepa? any other tools you want them to, to use, right? You, so they
1: use your accounts. They don't work for us any longer. Yeah. We train them, test them, make sure they're good at what they do, and then they become basically your employee. They don't report to us any longer at all. Although we are working on additional ongoing training programs that they can get into. Yeah. But they work just for you. They don't report to anyone else. They yeah. send their list of replins to you guys and, and you decide if it's ones you want to buy or not and you can have them do other tasks as well, but they become replant hunting ninjas. That's We're solely focused in on just that, is yep. online replants. Or if you take pictures of local store shelves, that's a great way to avoid anybody else being able to take advantage of the stuff that you're doing. Because you, especially if you've got unique stores, regional stores, that kind of thing, you're going to have a lot of items there that most people on Amazon can't get a hold of if they wanted to. Because it's more of a regional specialty, ethnic stores, those kind of things. It's going to be much harder for them to locate sources. For you, it's right there on the store shelf near you. So you send them pictures of local store shelves and they can, they can go through those items as well and find the winners. So the secret to getting away from the competition is always getting away from the low-hanging fruit, going into off the beaten path a little bit, getting those unique advantages either relationally or regionally. And now you start to get into some things. And the other thing too is things like bundles. Branded bundles. You guys are positioned very well to take some of your top replans and put them into some branded bundled boxes. You know, that proven brand building.com module that you're trying to find time to get to, along with all the other thousand things you have going on, right? But that's a solid concept for sure of being able to create replans that only you could sell against.
2: Yeah. So when we're talking about the VAs, are they trained then to find bundles for you as well? The replan VAs?
1: No, I wouldn't say that they're trained to find bundles because you don't really necessarily look for i mean if a good replan is a good replan if it's a bundle replan you know you have yeah, to do the math and say yeah i can buy this $1 yeah. item and this $3 item and that $4 item all easily sourced and sell them for 30 yeah. bucks you know, so that from that vantage point they can but oh, yeah. i'm saying getting a uniquely branded bundle that belongs yeah. only to you your virtual assistant is not going to do that for you yeah. you're going to identify your hot selling items and start to think okay this has been a hot seller for us for a while. There's some competition kind of sniffing around the edges. How about we create our own bundle? You know, Amazon tells us people who bought this also bought that. Let's create a bundle here, put a refrigerator magnet in there You know, that's a complimentary type of item for whatever it is that we're building here and put it in our own branded box. That's the provenbrandbuilding.com module. It's part of the Proven Amazon course collection. If you go through it, it explains it pretty well. So now you've got a bundle of easily sourced items, retail type, easily sourced items, but it's in your branded box and no one can touch it. Yep. Right? So that is so, no, your virtual assistant won't do that for you. That's more of a business direction type decision. Like, which replins do we want to try to do this with?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know somebody who in my one of the masterminds I'm in that does that. That's their model, actually. They do the bundles, uh, branded bundles.
1: Yeah, well, if if they're succeeding, send them my way. We'll do a podcast episode and learn a few things. I just did one yesterday with somebody who's doing really well with that model.
2: It seems like sometimes now you need to adjust pictures. I guess Amazon's catching on to some of the the brands. It seems like if you're using like a big brand in your bundle, it seems like they're starting to catch on to that keyword thing. You know.
1: Yes and no. Nathan is really good on our hummingbird team. Yeah, he's been with me for coming up on 19 years now. There's always a creative strategy to. Yeah, get I've seen <laughs> it. You know? Yeah. What What else is on your mind? Is this is good, good conversation.
2: I don't know. We've just really enjoyed being a part of this community, you know, especially the different Facebook groups. Sometimes I wish it wasn't on the Facebook groups because if, if I've been suspended on Facebook before, so I can't be a part of Facebook lives because of that, right?
1: No so, way. Uh, really? That was part of it. You went to Facebook yeah. jail for a couple of days and yeah. you, can't go into the lives <laughs> yeah, you
2: can't go on the lives. So it's just like, I can't get into stuff, you know? So.
1: Oh wow! You know yeah. that might explain something. I'm connecting the dots. I've had some people complain, like I do the uh, the live Monday broadcasts, and like five percent of the people just can't hear it. Like I'm not I'm good. there, it's not working. I wonder if maybe that's like the little ongoing. That's you know, exactly what you, to me. you used the wrong word in a post at some point yep. and got slapped, and now you can't listen to the live broadcast. That's
2: <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, i I've, I've paid thousands of dollars on Facebook ads too. And
1: they still do that to you, you know? That's awful. We got to, we got to get everything off Facebook at some point. We'll just have to, I mean, for now it's so convenient, but eventually I see it kind of heading in that direction. Unfortunately,
0: I guess I would say, you know, for tips for people is um, invest in the training, invest in the coaching because it's worth it. I mean, when Joe and I talked about it, if we should spend, you know, the money to do it, I'm like, well, think of it this way. I spend how many hundreds of dollars in my training every year. I constantly am doing training. So why wouldn't we do training for things that we want to get done and we want to accomplish? So it does take work. You have to do it, but it does help to have that training and have that community and that support as well.
1: Yep. Yeah. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. We've got an incredible coaching team and I'm mm-hmm. like, you guys, my make great coaches at some point if you carve out some time <laughs> I know you're 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 very busy and one of the things that happens too this is for the listener and for you guys when you appear on a podcast episode like this is you'll get a lot of people saying hey can I just pick your brain for half an hour sometime and you add up the total hours if you said yes to all of them and it would be like eighteen thousand hours like <laughs> I don't think we can do that <laughs> but the people who are serious and the way we know someone's serious is if they say I'm willing to invest some. Money in exchange for your time. That's how you know they're serious. Mm-hmm. And that's what our coaching program is. And you get the benefit of our whole team kind of backing you at that point, as well as a great coach who's got a beautiful business of their own and they carve out a little time every week. So, might be a good fit for you guys, another income stream for you to hop onto the coaching team. But uh, we'd sure love to invite you to that and have a discussion with you at some point as you kind of create these new routines. And let's get mom home full time now. in
0: that final yeah. stretch,
1: two weeks, right?
0: Yeah. So that people hear
1: this. You're uh you're off the force.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've gotten like several job offers to go to different PDs already. (laughs) (laughs) Really? They're
1: gonna try to tempt you back in, I
0: imagine.
1: Yeah, Yeah, well, enjoy this season. And I I can tell you from having been home with our kids. Yeah, you know, just enjoying that season and, and being there and doing life with them. It's priceless. There's no number that someone could offer me. Okay, well, if you could have made this much money, would you have been willing to be gone all day, every day, and only see your kids on the weekend? There's no amount of money you could offer me that would replace what we got to do. So I'm it, so it, excited for you guys to be stepping into that season of doing this together even more than you were before.
0: Yeah, and it's confusing for some people because they don't understand Amazon and they don't understand the opportunities. A lot of just, they're not entrepreneur type mindset or you know, they're just not used to that, so a lot of people are confused, and they're like, "What? Why are you leaving on your own terms?" <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's been a shock for people. It's been it's been good, and it's so yeah, it'll yeah,
1: be good. A lot. So you've got a few of the "What are you thinking?" type questions, right? <laughs> exactly. Like this is going to affect your pension type questions, I'd imagine, right?
0: Yeah. But hey, yeah.
1: you, you're getting this time of your life with your kids and your husband, and you're building this business together. Well done. Great decision.
2: No, I was just going to add on to your the the coaching thing and how we really enjoyed it, right? Mm -hmm. And when we signed up for it, we also didn't realize that you get huge coaching discounts when you do any of these courses and stuff like that. It's like I've almost gotten my money back, probably, by all the different courses I've been involved in and buying tickets to events and stuff like that. You know, just I didn't even know that was part of it. You know, so
1: yeah, better. (laughs) Yeah, it. We want it to be a hundred, hundred, at least a ten x, if not a hundred x investment for our yep. students so we've been doing it like i said 18 19 years offering them all the same benefits and if you add it up yeah it does pay for itself eventually because we basically give you guys as, as you well know like we just basically give stuff away to our coaches do a few dollars for stuff other people are paying hundreds or a lot more for um, because we just want to always show gratitude for the trust you placed in us and allowed us to serve you so thank you for that and thank you for uh Being a great advocate of the program and the the testimonials always mean a lot more when they come from the students versus me talking about it all the time, bragging about our own program. So thank you for that. Well, anything else on your mind as we wrap this one up? I think this was a a really good episode. You're gonna have you are gonna have some people reach out to you. And I would encourage the listeners who are thinking, "Ah, I want to reach out and get a few minutes of these guys. Please be respectful and go through the program, show us you're serious, get a coach, you know, go through the, the proven Amazon course. It's laid out, at, you know, those are the basics. Good people like this that volunteer their time uh, away from their family, away from their business, like, uh, you know, they're very generous and it's hard for them to say no, but do us a favor and step to the programs the way that we've got them laid out. But you guys are going to make some new friends, I'm sure, especially if we figure out how to get you away from those Walmart transactions long enough to get you to the conference in August. <laughs> That's going to be, I'd love to get this episode out in time to where people can recognize, hey, we got a, a just retired officer here with us. Yeah. A chance to honor you guys. That would be great.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll make something happen.
2: We'll, we'll make it work. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Beautiful. Might involve her mother, but... Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Train
1: mom on Walmart <laughs> real quick, right?
0: <laughs> Please.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and can I do this? Have you guys bought your tickets yet? Not yet. No. Okay. So you're coming at no charge. This oh, is cool. this is a retirement gift for mom. So... Oh, yeah. well, No, no. It for so your your admission is covered. Just just shoot me a text. You've got my number now. We were corresponding before this and say, hey guy, hey Jim, it looks like it's gonna work out. So I'll, I'll get you guys, I'll get your admission covered for the event. Okay. Oh, cool. Thank
2: you, Jim.
1: Absolutely. It's the least I could do. Thank you for your service. And it's a family sacrifice having a <laughs> having a first responder in the home. So appreciate all the sacrifices that meant over the years. Well, what else, guys? Anything else? I think it's been a really good episode and and uh it's an honor getting to know you. I think this is just the beginning. It's not the end of an episode. I think it's the beginning of a great relationship between you guys and this community. And and I'm certainly a big fan of what you guys are doing and all about. We'll get your prep center out there. Starship, it's going to be awesome. Can, can't <laughs> wait to see how that goes for you. But uh, any other final thoughts before we wrap this one up?
2: Just never um, give up.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't give up. And for those of you who homeschool, or if you can, we actually get our kids involved where they learn they learn how to research stuff. They learn to keep up. They learn this stuff. And it's part of school because mm. it's um, life skills. right? And my goal is... They're younger yet, but my goal is that they all start their own business before they're 18. So that's part of the, the school thing. And, and just to get that mindset of thinking outside the box. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and And my five are significantly older than yours, but they all have that entrepreneur mindset. They all have that they, they know they can step into this thing that we've all kind of built together over the years. They've packed boxes and shipped and worked in our warehouse. Some of them still do. It's ingrained into all of them. And they're kind of doing their own things, but with a very entrepreneurial spirit still. So I love that goal, as you stated it, Stacey. That's a that's a great goal. And many homeschool families in this community. So if the listener's thinking, oh, I want to be around a bunch of homeschool type thinking entrepreneurs, hey, welcome home. This is your group, and There's a lot of us.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: For sure. Yeah. Have you been to one of our live events before, guys? Like maybe a Legends Conference or something, but nothing—not the big. uh, You'll love it. You'll love it.
2: I tuned in the
1: the live stream.
2: Yeah, live stream. Yeah, but not
1: there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the closest thing to that feeling I used to get when I would go to way to a summer camp as a kid, and you're just like, I don't want it to be over. (laughs) It's like it's (laughs) like that, you know. It's just a group of really special people. We love bringing the new folks in and welcoming them in and. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to have you guys there. Can't wait to see you in uh, Louisville, August 12th through 14th, The Proven Conference, for those who hear this in time to maybe join us or, or get the live stream or the other videos. So, well, hey, God bless you guys. I think we'll wrap it up here. It's been really cool hanging out with you.
0: Yeah. Right. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Appreciate you, Jim. it.
1: Thank you. And for the listeners who hung out with us today, thank you for giving us some of that valuable asset, your time. We pray that it was a great investment for you. We hope you feel encouraged and inspired. And if you feel a little overwhelmed, and there are some details here that were unfamiliar to you. Hey, we can get you up to speed. Get into our free Facebook group. It's at silentgym.com. You'll find a link. My Silent Team is the name of the Facebook group. dot silentgym.com. You go there, there's a link to our free Facebook group. Get in there. We got some great free introductory videos and we'll step you through how to start going down the road like so many of us have of building a great business from home. Maybe you can do it with your spouse there, your kids there, like our, like our guests today or whatever your unique situation is. We're here to help. There's people who've had fewer advantages than you have, who've made incredible things happen. And we love to introduce you to those folks. If this is your first podcast episode you've listened to, please go back in time, listen to 1520 or so, get a feel for this community. You're going to hear dozens and dozens of recent stories like what you heard today on recent previous episodes. So be sure to check that out. But God bless all the business building warriors. To my guests, Joe and Stacy, you guys were tremendous today. Thanks again.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Jim.
1: And to the, all the listeners out there, thanks for making this show what it is. Keep spreading the word. That's our marketing. When you tell people to go to silentgym.com and check out the podcast, that's our marketing. That's it. That's all we got. So we're relying on you. Keep spreading the word and telling your friends about this show. And we'll have another great one for you again very, very soon.